What do you think, Chris? Monogamy don't you down? <laughs> Every night seeming the same. Try polyamory. It may be for you. Call your therapist and see if, if polyamory might be for you. What? Creators are standing by. You can have two of them at once. <laughs> Hey, I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. Welcome to Keeping It Casual. A sex-positive dating and relationship advice podcast. Yes, I'm married with two kids. But I'm navigating this crazy dating world. We're just here to share our drama. And the wild stories of our listeners. Your Vegas girls are here for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's nuts. You should see our uh, virtual <laughs> sex party set up. <laughs> we now have two separate camera angles going at oh. any given time. Oh my God. You know it's great when other people in the sex party are stopping what they're doing and being like that guy has two angles set up like, yeah we're <laughs> like right in the middle of all the stuff and i hear someone turn their audio on saying yeah. that guy's got two camera angles <laughs> oh hey I, we had an intro ready to bring you in but please explain the sex party camera angles situation <laughs> it, it just morphed it turned in it started like very like normal i think we just had like the laptop camera yeah, we just had the to laptop camera with. to begin with. And then we're like, ah, oh, no. He's like, I think we could make this better. So then we swapped that out for like a DSLR camera, just mounted on a tripod. And then we're like, no, 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 we could do even better. And then it became, we now have the DSLR behind the TV pointed straight at us at the staging area, if you will. And then there's a boom mic holder, but yes. another camera on top. I should send you, I can uh, send you a private message. I yeah. can send you a picture, a yes, shot of the do. last party. Please do. <laughs> Please do so we can uh, post it on our Instagram for our listeners. Oh no, this one you won't get in trouble with Instagram. Oh okay, <laughs> okay, Just I won't so post you it. Can see. Okay, oh, okay. No, I've got one without any of us. Oh, oh you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, Just that a, shows off the the. Just, so there's just a, the a setup. Fun, yeah. yeah, Tetris-like art to organizing <laughs> the bed, the camera angles, the suspension rig with the spreader bar, and the camera overhead to get the angle of all of this without like getting any of that in the. The, the way good god <laughs> this is what? amazing wow there was there was one time i was having a virtual happy hour with them and they were supposed to be at a virtual sex party but they had their camera off and they were they, i obviously couldn't see anything but they were describing to me what ha was happening in every room <laughs> okay yes. i i need to know back it up what is a virtual sex party oh my just, gosh please is this just it's... something that has just come about this year because of obvious reasons or is this yes. just mm -hmm. a thing Okay, so you guys have pivoted. Please just give me a little let's let's kick it off with this virtual sex party. <laughs> what is this like? Well, since we can't do in-person sex parties anymore, they've taken them online. So we've done some on Zoom and they've done some on a kind of a proprietary platform that this one sex club was was running. Uh, it's it's really it's interesting. It's really weird. Um, I'm picturing like that Geico commercial where like some there's butts in the way and like somebody just like can't focus. Yeah. It's like they're like yeah. they're like back it up a little bit, dude. It's too much. <laughs> a little bit. They'll have like different rooms set up where you can you know this room like there's no funny business allowed, so it's kind of like the lounge. This room is like anything goes. You'll switch between rooms and all of a sudden you'll just you'll hit the button and like just like four dudes with furiously masturbating. <laughs> Just like, oh shit, screen. You're like, oh my god, it's like chat roulette almost. Oh, it is. And you find oh, a is. circle jerk. Oh, oh god. Uh, all at once. <laughs> well, yeah, well, with that, uh, let, let's bring in the episode, you guys. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> today we have very special guests who happen to be listeners Ooh. of Keeping It Casual. Mm -hmm. We first met Grace at one of our live podcasts and she stole our hearts away. Today, she and her partner are here to share their relationship and open up about all things polyamory. Yes, all the sex. All of the sex. We, we kicked it off with sex parties. How, can, where can we go from here? Oh my gosh. Well, but, but before we get into it, you guys, we got to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Like a Kitten. Please go to likeakitten.com and use code KEEPERS20 at checkout and get that back to basics box. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be available till November 20th. And guess what? We're going to be giving away one for free if you do a rating and review on Apple Podcasts for your girls over here. Keeping it casual. Okay. Okay, but more.
more about that later. Yes. So our very exciting polyamorous lovers. Yes. Um, we have to know, guys. We have some very juicy sex and relationship and dating questions. And we have some listener submissions, too. But first, can please introduce yourself and where you're from. I'm Grace. I am from the San Francisco Bay Area. I identify as polyamorous for a while, but only really took a dive into it in the last three years or so. Okay. Okay. I'm Chris. Uh, as you can guess, I'm also in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been poly for basically my entire life. Wow. Wow. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things expert. to learn today. Yes. Expert. Yeah. A good old poly expert. Got a whole lot of love to give. All right. And how long have you guys been in a relationship? About 10 months, 10, 11 months, almost, 12, yeah. a year. Almost, almost a year, yeah. not quite a year. So oh, wow. we have known each other for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, but we just started dating uh, just a few months before the pandemic hit. So that's been interesting. Yeah. So we know how you met. Um, how did you begin the discussion of how you wanted your polyamorous relationship to be? For me, I kind of started asking questions on our first date. I like to just ask the question, so, hey, what does your relationship landscape look like? So I try to get a read on who somebody's partners are, kind of the level of relationship that's going on. And then I try to kind of lead into some more philosophy questions. Like I always ask, you know, feel out if you have veto power. And I absolutely 100% will never date any anybody who has veto power and if you're not sure what that means that means if any partner of theirs has the power or the ability to say hey I don't want you dating that person you need to break up with them hmm. um, if they have that kind of agreement I'm I'm out it's a non-starter I'm not gonna do it interesting uh, I, just, I don't think that's ethical even if everyone agrees I don't like that okay. so for some people they do have that in their relationship and fine but uh, definitely not gonna date you if that's the case right. right and this is this is one of the things about dating when you're poly is uh, assuming that you both know that you're poly going into the first date the first date can consist sometimes entirely of discussing what poly looks like to each of you because the fun thing I think it's fun some people find it maddening uh, is that there are so many different ways to do it so some people really do need the security of that veto power and if it works for them that's great yeah there are other people who do not want to deal with that interesting Um, yeah I can't fault that I feel like I feel like I would need veto power I would too I was just thinking I'd be like no 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 absolutely not that bitch is way hot forget about it I'm way too immature for this kind of relationship so that's why we've invited you here today we have all the questions our listeners have questions and I think it's very exciting you know not a lot of people talk about it or not a lot of people understand it you know so I think it's going to be great to open up some dialogue on what this means if you're ready for our fun getting to know you game uh we're gonna get into it and babes remember we now have all of our games for grabs up on our patreon yes we do um you can get a small monthly fee you can get one specialty podcast a month tons of bonus content including our sexy giveaways um we also have some listener submitted questions we're throwing in this one too are you guys ready Sure. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. First question is a listener question, listener submission. What is the difference between swinging and polyamory? You all let you take this one. All right. (laughs) It's a very fine line. Uh, More like shades of gray, I guess. Uh, So swingers primarily define themselves by being monogamous, but uh, sort of going to events or or finding other couples. And in their head, it's just about sex, largely speaking. Whereas polyamory is a lot more about finding relationships and finding love. And of course, that's great on paper when you describe it like that. But in reality... You know, swingers will start finding that they have feelings for for people, or find that they have favorite couples. Polyamorous people, like let's let's not kid ourselves. It's never just about love, or mm-hmm. seldom is it just about love. Like, are we out there just going out and being romantic and not having sex? No, we're we're banging <laughs> all over the place. Come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not during all the, the pandemic. Not yeah. during <laughs> the pandemic. Yes. But I love the way you've shifted. <laughs> Fuck it in. They were like, we're online now. Yeah. We have 82 cameras in our bedroom and it's happening. <laughs> you guys are like the ones. Or OnlyFans. Yeah, you guys are the ones to watch. Wait, do you have an OnlyFans? We don't. We talked about it a lot. I just don't know hmm. who would want to watch like a middle-aged lady eating tacos because that's what it would be for me. That would be my OnlyFans. Okay, but hold on. I actually found that there are people on OnlyFans who pay for girls to sit on baked cakes. So, I mean, there's a market for you, Grace. You guys start it up. Let's get that popping tomorrow. We'll slip in the show notes by Wednesday if you guys can make it happen. It's real, me- real messy, like, hard shell tacos with stuff spinning out. That, 
That would be my thing. No, there's a market for that. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Rich, then. I'm glad you're taking care of our Grace, because she definitely <laughs> became one of our favorites. Didn't you win the costume contest at the live podcast? I'm actually looking, staring right now at my prizes. It was a Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein Candles that mm-hmm. we yes. actually featured and used in our last sex party. <laughs> That's so awesome. And it tell everybody full circle. Yeah, tell everybody what you were. Oh, I was a Tina from Bob's Burgers. And yeah. Yes, I did the dance. And I think that's what did she it. did do the dance and, and then I passed out in her bed. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I was one yeah, broke girl did. that night. I was wandering around casinos as one broke girl. Um, right. Right. You definitely hit up the late night cafe uh, and, and ate a lot of fries. And then you guys uh, got McRibs too. And then we hit up oh, some we McDonald's. Did. That's right. <laughs> I mean, oh. not only went and ate. We went and went to McDonald's on the way back to the hotel room because but I feel like we you wanted chicken nuggets. I so did. We had to get our I was going to say, I remember yelling at you guys that I wanted chicken nuggets. Oh, my God. But I yeah. never ate them. No. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, yes, it's been an exciting adventure. We're ready for your yes. OnlyFans. But, okay, next question. Can you guys share some online resources for connecting couples looking to expand their relationship in this polyamorous world? This is where you have to be careful because okay. if you're – you're going on this journey as a couple you're going to get a lot of resistance in in the poly community because what a lot of couples do to start out and it's it totally makes sense when i first started out this was my instinct was let's go out as a couple and find other people Mm -hmm. that is real that gets real murky real fast because a lot of couples will just come across as creepy unicorn hunters where it's like (laughs) hey we're just looking for we're just looking for a unicorn or a, a, a real sexy bisexual Mm -hmm. lady who will play with us but then go away and not have feelings and you know Mm -hmm. just enhance our sex life Mm -hmm. so I mean my advice is definitely explore but explore as individuals Hmm. instead of as a couple right off the bat get a feel for that there are lots of really amazing Facebook groups popping up every day with people from around the country where you can ask questions and some of them are pretty nice non-judgmental spaces but people coming aboard saying hey we're a couple looking for don't get well received um, and they find that out pretty quickly. Wow, interesting. And just to to add on to that, first of all, do we need to define what a unicorn is? Oh, unicorn. oh no, I talk about unicorns yeah. all oh, the yeah, time. We have, but please yeah. do. Perfect. Yeah, throw <laughs> it out there. Throw it out there, Chris. Yeah. Throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, so a unicorn is typically a bisexual woman that will date both people in a couple, um, and mm-hmm. they're called unicorn because it's very rare to find someone who uh, just off the bat will will do that. You know, it's kind of like find this mythical creature who is going to be interested oh, in both the yeah. uh, male and the female part of a heterosexual couple. <laughs> we actually have a friend who was telling me the other a few nights ago, she was like, I just want to be a unicorn for a couple. And I was like, just beware of the creepy unicorn hunters, yes. please. Yes. If you want to do this, let me help yes. you. <laughs> Assume when the, the listener here was asking for resources, uh, they are talking about dating sites, not like resources about how to open up your relationship into this, this style. Which is the first step you should take before you're on a dating site is you should do some research and some reading before you throw yourself out there. That's a common mistake. No, you're right. I mean, both actually. I mean, online, if there's just resource, I love that you're saying, you know, you need to gather some information about, you know, this kind of relationship. But, but yes, also if there's maybe dating apps or sites, but she said Facebook groups, that's good to know too. And Mm. and like, I'm sure there's like local poly Mm -hmm. groups you can join. Hmm. Yeah. If you have the luxury of living in a very highly populated area in person is going to be your best bet by far get to know people nothing is is even close to as good as that for for finding people to date especially if you're a couple that said i know that field has a couples looking for x single women okay single mm. men, uh, other couples feature and uh, that's field f-e-e-l-d right yes we've talked yes. about that one before too okay yes. yes okay okay so this was another listener question i know there are warnings when embarking on this kind of adventure what are some things to be cautious of and what are some boundaries to set Mm. you're opening up an existing relationship that Uh was monogamous to polyamorous yes there Mm -hmm. absolutely are pitfalls to that that you have to look out for so one of the biggest ones is one that i think you alluded to in your previous show which is someone had found some someone else they were interested in already yes and was like oh now i'm interested in this person now is the best time to open up my my relationship yeah. no don't do that yeah. <laughs> oh. 
don't do that. When I heard that question, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. This is, no, no. Very, very bad. Don't do that. Meet Bill. Do that. He wants to be our new boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I don't think so, honey. Hey, I know we've been monogamous for 20 years. I had this crazy ass idea. And by the way, I already found something. Yeah. That does not, not go over well. I've actually been in a relationship where I was polyamorous this, with this guy. Mm-hmm. We both agreed. He started dating someone else. Just didn't tell her oh. about me or that oh. he was polyamorous. Oh. And waited like six months and then was like, hey, by the way, oh. didn't go great for anybody in that situation. No. So you don't open up because you've met someone. If you're thinking about doing it, do it before. Have Start having the conversations before you've met somebody that you want to date because that's really not going to go well for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, One other Chris. thing uh, that I'd recommend is do the research into what the poly community considers creepy. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, find out what people look askance at. And if you are going to be okay not doing any of those things, like the one penis policy is uh, oh, another big one. The worst. The uh, worst. Where, yeah, like, what's we the one penis policy? <laughs> we are not down with OPP. What's the one penis, the one penis policy? Yeah, like, we're this, like... this is right up there with me with veto as things I just want to do. Oh, deal with. oh, um, that, that refers to usually it's a man who says, Hey, yes, we're poly, you can date other women as much as you like, but you cannot. Date oh, man. oh, I don't like that. At I don't all. like that. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> it's rooted, very rooted in misogyny, it's rooted in uh, homophobia, it's it's all bad and you cannot convince me that that is an okay thing even if you agree with it those types of things are off definitely well you will get pounced on yeah. and not in a good way and not in the way you're trying to get pounced on <laughs> i feel like if a man said that to me i'd be like well then you can only have dick if i can only have pussy you can only have dick there yeah. we go boom yeah <laughs> i've actually i've actually done that i've had that conversation in you know monogamous relationships where the man was like hey hey girl you know what would be really sexy is if like we had a threesome with another girl and i'd be like yeah that sounds great uh after we have a threesome with another guy yeah <laughs> guess guess what's off the table now yeah. no yeah. no one's having threesomes yeah nope. we want some sexy fun too exactly and, and you know what's funny is you bring up threesomes because our next listener question is kind of about that oh, yeah <laughs> yes they said is it all about threesomes or separate adventures hmm. getting back to to the other question uh for one second oh, oh sure. okay. um, Sorry. i also i also wanted to say uh it, for for heterosexual couples guys be aware that the woman is going to get a lot more of attention of the attention and you need to be okay with that mm. yes but also realize that the attention she's getting while it is more not all attention is good attention mm. that's true there's a saying that that the odds are good if you're a woman but the goods are odd so you will get a lot of dates you'll get a lot of attention you'll get a lot of hits on on dating sites but nine out of ten of those are just kind of trash and you don't you don't want that like that as a single girl exactly when i was monogamous and dating that was the same i got i'm not getting more attention as a polyamorous female than i was as a you know monogamous female it's still about the same one out of ten guys okay this guy seems like i can talk to him so it's not this bountiful like i mean it's not raining dick quality dick okay <laughs> it's raining dick <laughs> oh what i would so, give so for some like, yeah, dick rain dick rain yeah. <laughs> so men, men do have uh, a lot of men will go into this thinking oh this is going to be great and it is for the woman seemingly but when you're getting thousands of messages and most of them are just disgusting that's not any better than you know a man's getting a few messages but they're more likely to be better quality people mm, than yeah. messaging yeah mm-hmm. that's true so for the men out there don't get discouraged believe me your partner is not ecstatic about the thousand creepy messages from men around the world that she's getting it's not yeah. good you can't quantify that as she's doing better it's a totally different experience for a woman out there so yes men it's gonna seem a little unfair at first until you realize you know i mean it, it took me showing my other partner look at these messages oh God. do you want to get a thousand messages like this yeah and he was like okay i see what you're saying yeah i think that yeah. goes over into the dating world as well <laughs> all right so is it all about threesomes or separate adventures i actually know the answer to this but i want you guys to answer it's, it why not both ah. I, knew, I knew it i knew it i you know let's go like it's both for me i love both and everything and all the things so it's more about the people that i encounter and what feels right with those people 
versus saying, I want a threesome tonight. Let me go out and find one. I, could I do that? Probably. But that's not that's not how it works. It's it's about, we do things together mm-hmm. in the sexual realm. We, we go out, we before all of this, obviously, we would go out to clubs together. We would go out on adventures separately. So it's, it's about yeah. all of it. Yeah. I love it. I love that. All right. So okay. what do you do when feeling jealousy? Ugh. It's a human emotion <laughs> and we know polyamorous relationships are not immune to it. Mm. How does that play out? Uh, no, jealousy is a normal thing. And if anyone tells you that they don't get jealous, they're, you know, they're, they're definitely lying. No, they're not lying. I don't, I don't, I think there are definitely people that that's just something they don't feel, but it doesn't mean that um, you're bad at polyamory if you're not feeling jealous. It's normal. It comes up and act, I feel like jealousy is very healthy because it points to places in yourself you need to f- work on or you need to figure out. Mm-hmm. And it's what you do with that jealousy that's important. If you're acting out of the jealousy and throwing around, well, I don't want you to see that girl because you like her. Yeah. That's not cool. But if it's, hey, this is bringing up some, some things for me. I'm feeling a little jealous. Let me dig into that feeling. It is a pathway to kind of find where your cracks are and how you can help heal those cracks. So if I ever feel jealous, I pay very, very close attention to that. To where it's coming from, right? Where it's coming from, exactly. So that it can be addressed. And a good partner is not going to say, well, you're jealous. Screw you. You're being bad at polyamory. And I have definitely been with partners that said that. Well, a good partner says, let's figure out where this is coming from. Let's see if there's anything I can do to help you be work through that. You're right. I, I, I love what you're saying, Grace. Like, even with not polyamorous, but, you know, when you're feeling jealous, like, it's all about, like, kind of figuring out what that's coming from and trying to work through it rather than behaving like a child. I'm jealous and I'm angry and I'm irrational and all those things. I think jealousy, obviously, it makes you turn inward to realize, like, that's a boundary for me and that's a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why do I feel that way? Oh, because in my last relationship, this person did this to me, which made me think that that's bad all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Stuff like that comes up for a different way. What about oh. you, Chris? I'll echo basically everything that Grace said. Uh, and I'll also say that jealousy is frequently uh, an inward thing. It's it's a chance to look inside yourself. And yeah, like you said, it's something that could bring up the past trauma mm-hmm. or ways that you've been treated by other partners. But it could also just be indicative of something that you're not receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if mm. your partner goes out, constantly goes to parties with another partner, but never goes out with you, Mm. Uh, and you'd like that, that's something that you could legitimately feel jealous about. And that's an opportunity to be like, hey, you know, I'd kind of like to go out with you at some point. You know, it's an opportunity to work on your relationship and, and strengthen it. That's awesome. I feel like I'd be like, does she suck your dick better than I do? You know, I think jealousy just always feels so petty, you know, but the way you guys are talking about is is so just mature. Uh, We all strive to work on it in that way. But for me, I realize when I'm being jealous about things, for me, it comes into like career. Like that's kind of my zone of jealousy. And I'm like, ooh, it just kind of makes me step up my game. You know, I'm like, okay, I want that. Or I wish I was more like that. And I'm like, well, then you need to work on that. My jealousy usually comes with like, Oh, she has a designer bag and I don't. I need to that. How do I get her job? Yeah. Yes. It's definitely a demon we're all battling no matter yeah. what kind of relationship you're in. So that's a really good point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. draw a distinction between jealousy and envy. Oh, um, envy. I like that. That's a very, right. very, very good distinction. Yeah. Envy is definitely, oh, hey, I wish I had that. Yeah. And jealousy is, why don't you do that with me? You know, oh. it's, it's a very much more visceral thing. You're right. Maybe I don't have jealousy. Hmm. <laughs> It's, I definitely do. <laughs> and you know, sometimes it's just FOMO. It's just straight yeah, FOMO. Fear it's missing. just not that I'm jealous of this other person, but man, I want to be doing that thing. Wow. You, God, know, you so guys are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> lots of trial and error. I want to have a whole episode on jealousy now, so we'll have to get mm. a... That could take up an entire episode. Jealousy really versus good. envy. Mm, versus I like FOMO. this topic, guys. We're going to pop back topic. to it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> if polyamory was a product to sell, what is your pitch to a new inquisitive couple on the uh, car three. lot? <laughs> Threesomes, foursomes, orgies? No. Not, I mean, that's a selling point. That's not the main thing. But. That, yeah, that's kind of, that's my feeling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know. I don't 
Water. So, it's so bad. It's, no. It's, it's, it's not about that. No, it's... That, yeah, that it is, is. It's a lot about. That is, that is a selling point. <laughs> That's that upgraded package. That's like, oh, let's go straight well, to leather, what this is about. Heated leather seat. Virtual <laughs> sex party. There wheel. you go. She's selling it. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Monogamy, don't you down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every night seeming the same. <laughs> Try polyamory. It may be for you. Um, oh my god, I think that's the teaser for the episode. Call your therapist and see if, if polyamory might be for you. Well, okay, so operators so, are standing by. Two of them at Hello, this is Grace. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of, <laughs> trying to like bring this back around. Speaking of therapy, would you say getting a sex positive therapist is really good when you're <sighs> in a polyamorous relationship? I think that's essential for everyone to have. Well, therapist. yeah, but mm. um, let's just say <laughs> I'm of the mind that everyone should be in therapy. You don't have to go all the time, but we have all got stuff to work out. But I have a very sex positive therapist. She's I've had to educate her a lot about polyamory. Okay. Because she's just not familiar with it. So so more so, therapists need to be uh, aware of the lifestyle is what you're saying. I think I think that would be helpful because I think it's something that more people are exploring. It's taking a while, but it's becoming more normalized. Right now, you see portrayals in the media that are still very much in their infancy where it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, stereotypes. There's a lot of like creepy, there's that creepy <laughs> couple on Letterkenny that's always trying to lure people. Where <laughs> there's like and yes. six women in the same dress and one dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or, or yes, or you, you have Tiger King. So we're not being portrayed in the most, you know, <laughs> best way yet. Um, but I think, yeah, having a sex positive therapist, I think that's very important. Yeah. Um, and here is one thing that you're going to have to deal with if you are polyamorous and looking for a therapist who has has experience in polyamory and especially in in kink. If you are a polyamorous person who goes to sex parties, you are going to have to have that conversation with your therapist. Do you also go to sex parties? (laughs) Where might I run into you? What do we do if we run into each other at a sex party? Oh, yeah, I have no danger of this happening because my my therapist is a very sweet old Jewish lady yeah. who did not even know that polyamory was a thing until I so I'm not going to be running into her anywhere. That's yes, awesome. That is a problem. I, I made a point of getting a, a therapist who was in the poly community and in the the kink and BDSM community, <laughs> and yeah, we've we've got those protocols sorted out. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Y'all, stop! <laughs> my <laughs> eyes wide shut, mask on. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know that that happens. There are parties like that. It's it's a thing. So so I'll I'll digress a little bit and tell Part the story. Part of the sales pitch. I love telling the story. Please. <laughs> yes. So um, when I was married, uh, my wife and I were getting our estate planning documents uh, settled, and so we had to get our advanced healthcare directive uh, sorted out. And um, we were like, well, but what if uh, both of us are in the the same accident? Our parents are an entire coast away. There's no way they'll get here in time. We need to add someone else local who can get to us in time and actually like make healthcare decisions. Well, what about this other partner of mine? And she was like, yeah, okay, you've been you've been seeing them for, you know, three years. I think they're they're pretty solid. And so we tried to tell that to our lawyer and they, they were like, okay, sure, you can add these people to your advanced healthcare directive, but who is this? And we were like, oh, they're um friends. Special friends. Special very friends. special friends. Because we did not want to get into this with our lawyer. Fast forward six months later, and we've done all this, and I'm at a poly event uh, chatting with this woman, and I have face blindness. Chatting? So, chatting. Flirting. <laughs> Flirting. <Okay. laughs> Tell the story. So, let, let me convey the air quotes. Chatting. <laughs> <laughs> with this woman. Um, so I have face blindness. And so someone comes up to me. Oh, yeah, you like, do. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, so how's it going? How is, and, and he, he gave the name of my wife. Um, and, and I was like, oh, I have face blindness. Like, I've probably met this person at another event, and I totally don't remember. Face uh, blindness. And I'm like, oh, oh, she's she's great. And he was like, yeah, so uh, you're getting along really well with my wife. That's great to see. And I was like, yeah, she's a really nice woman. He uh, shakes my hand and uh, pulls me in close and whispers into my ear, you don't know who I am, do you? (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) And I'm like, no. And then he pulls me in closer and whispers even more into my ear, I'm your lawyer. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) He's like, wow! He's like, I would be the best lawyer if 
things ever go down where you need me to defend you too. <laughs> My God. Oh, that's so wow. funny. Facial it's a very It's a small community. Very small community. That's insane. I'm more intrigued about the facial blindness. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> that's how I feel about names. Yeah, I see, I have name blindness. I will meet someone in their face forever and never remember their names. And he's the opposite. He will remember everybody's names, but, but he does not remember faces. Grace, it's not called name blindness. It's called we're dicks. That's what people perceive us as. <laughs> no, we are definitely perceived as dicks. You know, like, I have to, that's Wait. why I have to make get nicknames for people. But maybe not more than the facial blindness people. <laughs> And see, I'm the total freakazoid that's like, once I've met you and I know your birthday, I know your birthday forever. I know your oh star God. sign. I know your moon sign. I'm like, I've done your whole chart. She I'm knows like, your gate code. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well. I'm like, what makes you tick in the astrology world? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my god we were yeah. just having so much fun yeah. i'm flushed oh, over here yeah. oh so my fun. gosh we could do this all night but we can't go all night because we can't. we're just in monogamous relationships yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have another listener question did you know that almost 50% of women almost never reach orgasm through intercourse alone? Ladies, this is nothing to be ashamed of. All you need is a little help from our friends who are here to help with the orgasm breakthrough. That's our partners, Like a Kitten, Woo! who encourage women to discover, pamper, love, and explore their true self by learning how to take full control mm -hmm. when it comes to their own sexual health and wellness. And they do it in a very fun and creative way. Yep, they're empowering women to own their bodies and to be strong in all aspects of their lives with their one-of-a-kind seasonal sex toy subscription and standalone boxes. Plus, individual vibrators, and you never pay for shipping in the U.S. Right now, until November 20th, you can get your hands on their fall box, mm. the Back to Basics, which has the back-to-school vibe with sex education in mind. Yeah. We got ours a couple weeks ago and shot a fun video for you all to see on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm really loving in the box? The Little Book of Sex? The Old Reliable Silver Bullet? Of course, all of that, but the Kegel balls. It's kind of easy to forget what an important part of our sexual pleasure comes from our Kegels and how important it is to work them. So I love that they included them in the box because I think it's something a lot of people kind of overlook and maybe wouldn't even think to buy. They're just going to go straight for the vibrator, you know? And these ones are absolutely beautiful. Yes, they, are. they are glass and they have beautiful flower detail in them. Oh my gosh. Oh! They're like soft blown glass. They're beautiful. I love to do my Kegels in the shower. Put mm -hmm. the Kegel balls in and take my shower and then boom i have done my sexual exercise it's for like the day a 20 minute workout so i I've my sex exercises yeah i've seen you can like lay on your back and do pelvic thrusts and maybe rolling like a ball so there's there's things there's youtube videos there's you all the sexercising guys <laughs> <laughs> we're actually giving away one of the back to basics boxes this month so to enter head to apple Podcasts, drop a rating and review for keeping a casual podcast and the winners announced the last wednesday in november girls no matter what you're going through in life like a kitten wants to remind you that pleasure should never be neglected so head to likeakitten.com today and choose from one of their boxes to fit your mood the bridal box the breakup box maybe even their special birthday zodiac boxes drop our code keepers 20 for 20 percent off there is always a perfect box to keep you satisfied now let's not forget about their vibrator line to target all the spots and if that's not enough incentive this mother-daughter team yes you heard right natalie and shay further their cause of female empowerment by donating a portion of all the Like a Kitten sales to charities and causes benefiting women and girls. It's a movement and become a part of that movement. And if you don't want to buy something special for yourself right now, share something special with your favorite kitten in your life. Head to likeakitten.com, use code KEEPERS20 at checkout. Now back to the show. Is there a hierarchy in partners? Mm. Mm. That's, a, that's kind of a controversial... There's, that's a controversial uh, statement in, in the poly community, and people are pretty split. I personally do not practice hierarchical... Hierarchical... God, I can never hierarchical. say Hierarchical. Hierarchical. That's how, that's how it's spelled. Worcestershire Hierarchy. sauce. Hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Homage. <Chef. laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, 
I don't practice it because I just my philosophy. I don't believe in that. I, be, I don't believe in first wife, um, second wife. Know, right. It just that just never sat well with me. But there are a lot of people that do practice that, and I think as long as everyone is walking into the relationship understanding the dynamic that's already there, where they fit into that and they agree to it, I think that that's okay. I like that. I feel yeah. like I could walk into a relationship as like third wife if that was their structure. But if I was in a relationship and we were like gonna open it up and it was gonna be like first wife second life i'll be like i'm always first wife bitch (laughs) (laughs) brie would be like your nightmare partner to bring into your relationship you know that already no 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 no. i wouldn't be the nightmare partner to bring into it i'd be the nightmare to run it to run it i'd be the one that's like we're making the schedule now (laughs) i I look at it like morning shows i've done morning shows i've been the main mic and i was like i'm only going back if i'm the unicorn mic i'm just like you guys do all the work and i'm just gonna like pop in like laugh doing being the main one is tough so it's it's not easy to run a relationship so i like that you guys are like you know what we're in relationship we're in relationship with other people so how would you kind of explain the dynamic by if you were to meet somebody new like if you're trying to to date mj Yes, bring it on. <laughs> I'm married woman. I need a fantasy really quick. Well, am I, am I trying to date MJ or is Chris trying to date MJ? I don't know. So that's, that's the, the or first Or are we both thing. trying to date MJ? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, situation. both of you. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> that's role playing here. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say, you know, you and I are, we're hanging out in Vegas and we, like, grab some fries at a late night diner. We're fine, yeah, you know? McDonald's, totally. <laughs> we're getting McRibs. <laughs> Um, And this is something that has does happen and has happened for us. It's more we trust each other's judgment about Mm -hmm. who we're we're dating on on the outside. And there are people that are kind of questionable or we definitely tease each other about Mm -hmm. who, who we're dating. Right. Very good naturedly, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to go too far into that because one of us has definitely had some more entertaining choices than the other. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I mean, what would happen is, you know, we're we're very upfront with each other. We we always kind of know what's going on in each other's lives, not because it's a a rule. If you start talking to someone, you have to tell me. Or if you start, you know crushing on someone we we actually like to tell each other what's happening in in our lives it's it's really fun and not just like in a sexy kinky way but you know if I'm if I met a really cool person that I wanted to be friends with I would be like oh my god Chris I met this really cool girl and like we both like murder podcasts and champagne and mimosas and we're like totally you're like gonna go hang out and her name is Brie I know it's like wait I thought you were picking me (laughs) (laughs) fine (laughs) I'll pick both of you. Up. You are. No you managed to. She just managed to swoop Bree in there. Okay, see how I did that? Murder no, podcast. Yeah. Damn, she's gone. You know what's funny yeah. is I, I, I got to tell this story. Is one night Grace and Chris drunk FaceTimed me. Yes. And they were asking me if I was having sex. They were like, "Are you getting dick right now?" And I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" No. I'm sitting here. What are you fucking what? And then Grace, being the lovely person she is, she was like, "If you want to see my boyfriend's dick, you can." And I was like, "I kind of do." No. Chris is like, "I'm very giving, and I'm here for all." No, the but he did ladies. wear mesh underwear for me. So that was I remember that night. It was a fun night. That was a fun night. I may or may not be wearing it right now. You wore at least a Frank shirt as well. Oh, that night. Did it have a unicorn or like a howling wolf on it? We, oh, it's a tiger. It's a tiger. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I was like, maybe we're with a cute wolf on a cloud with a heart. Or something. I have. I actually have a screenshot of that night. Wow. Yeah, was I laughing? Everybody was <laughs> wearing a leopard Lisa Frank shirt. We're all laughing. If we can get a picture of that screenshot for Instagram, if it's Instagram appropriate, it then... is. It is. That one is Instagram friendly. <laughs> It'll be less than the show, all right? Okay. And oh, my so, God. Yeah, we don't have a lot of safe for work. Safe <laughs> I know. We've been quarantined for most of our relationship, so it's it was a little bit of a struggle finding photos that you guys could use because we didn't go outside very often this whole oh, time. And yeah. we, you know, three months into our relationship, quarantine started. So Chris is like, I don't need pants. I have mesh undies and Lisa Frank tees. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> pants are just a just a joke. Yeah, we don't believe in pants. I'm pretty sure you weren't wearing pants that night either. No, I don't. If I if I don't have to be wearing pants, I'm not going to be wearing pants. No I'm not pants wearing pants party. right now. No. Neither Why? is free. Any- <laughs> I'm, I'm in a dress. It's but- casual Friday. <laughs> it is casual. What we were bitching about before you called. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot the question. Oh, oh. hi, Mark. What do we do? Oh, okay. <laughs> my God. Well, I think we're done with that. I think we got it. We finished that already. Yeah. All right, listen, guys. We have one more question, and then we have a couple little rapid fires, and we're going to send you off into some seriously hot lovemaking, because we know that's what you're up to. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. (laughs) Have it for all of us out there dreaming of this lifestyle that we can't handle. Okay. One of our episode questions that's come up a few times. How do you guys feel about the how many people have you slept with question? Like, do you ask it or how do you respond to it? I throw it in the fire. I can't can't even answer the question, first of all. I don't know. Totally. I always say say more than Mother Teresa, less than Madonna. That's my answer because I don't know. Do we know how many? people madonna slept with though because that's what i was thinking i was I, like in my head i'm like maybe i that's maybe not true year. <laughs> i'm I like less than samantha jones mm. yeah that's i think that's a better maybe that's a better one i i don't like the question at all because it's generally speaking asked by men cisgendered heterosexual male as a way oh, to God. kind of yeah. test your purity or see if you're you used goods or not i've never had anyone ask me that question in good faith yeah i agree so it's a red flag to me when someone asks the question or the, i don't care yeah. what someone else's number is or they throw it like five has it been more than five you're like ah, don't ask me any more questions please we're done we're yeah. Oh, yeah. chris how do you feel about this how many people have you slept with question i and, don't think this is something that you're asked in bad faith if you're asked hmm. it as, as a guy, usually it's asked out of curiosity, mm. and I don't mm-hmm. think there's any bad faith. Now, I will say that one reason to ask it is just for a sense of scale, because if the person that I'm about to sleep with has not actually slept with anyone else, that is good information to know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know that so I know what to expect and how to behave with that person and sort of like take it a little bit slower. And there has actually been one instance uh, in the last couple of years where that was the case where like the person had not actually slept with anyone before oh. I was like oh okay we're going to do this a little bit differently I, if it's under five I don't especially care either it's just a matter of like how much experience do you have and am I going to have to like you don't want to hurt somebody uh, maybe don't slip in the back yeah. door so soon <laughs> <laughs> Maybe leave the floggers on the, on the wall. You're like, that it's one. your first time. Which one do you want to use? Yeah. Just open up like yeah. Just pick your favorite toy in this corner and you can just. Like a kitten just sends all the things. And they're like, <laughs> you're like, here's all my like a kitten vibrators oh and boxes. God. Pick something. <laughs> Keepers 20 at checkout. <laughs> did you throw on Keepers 20? Yes, nice. Awesome. Nice. Damn. Very solid. It's good. Yeah. But yeah. Keeping, it's it's a matter of how much uh, to pay attention and sort of uh, check in with the other person. It's something that's important to know in general. Okay. All right. I, at, my, at my age, the chances of me running across a virgin are pretty non-existent. I know. Unless it's just one of those cases of a guy that just, you know, didn't. But yeah, if, if it's someone's very first time, that is something I'd like to know. But I don't necessarily need to know what number I No. Yeah. 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 yeah we can all agree. I don't know it's if I want to be somebody's first question. time. No. I, I have not. That is not, I, I did that a lot when I was in college. Oh. My, <laughs> nick, my nickname in college was the Divergenator. Oh. Fact. Not the Divergenizer, the Divergenator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is not something I think I would want to do anymore. I feel would, like I'm way too yeah. freaky to, to Divergenate somebody. I'd be like, oh, you don't like to be choked? Wait, oh, shit. And I'm like, you can't handle this. You I can't put handle- way too much experience into my, my aggressive nature. <laughs> so I will tell you a story. <laughs> this The man was not a virgin, but he was younger <laughs> than me. Okay. Um, not terribly experienced. And I requested a specific sexual act, which to me did, you know, just seemed kind of a normal thing. And he had never done it. And he was just completely, just his eyes went really wide. And he's like, you want, you want me to do what? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Wait, do 
Um, I requested a facial from this gentleman. Yeah, get it. He stopped and he said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. You you want me to what?" Yeah, and I described what I would like him to do, and he was like, "Are you certain that that's? Are you? Yes, I would very much like that. I'm not. I was just spring break in London." Yeah, I was, have you, I was like, have you never done that? He's like, oh, no, no, I have never. I've never done that to a lady before. I, I was like, well, now's your chance. Like, let's- you fucked a night of the round table. <laughs> it, was more, it was more a Harry Potter than Actually, I did know that uh, as well. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to layer on this and then we're going to get into a rapid fire. But um, there was one time I was talking to this guy and I was like, OK, well, what are you into? Blah, 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 whatever. And he was just like, oh, I haven't really I've only had sex with like two other girls. And I was like, it was when I was in like a deep hoe phase. And I was like, this is not going to work for me. <laughs> I just knew immediately. And he was like, but I've always wanted to try cunnilingus. And I was like, <laughs> Leave all the uh, dictionary words out of any kind of. The ho and me said no. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) ew. I was like, ew, David. (laughs) David. David. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so now we have. A fun, oh, rapid fire, sexy Wait, rapid fire. Wait, before before we get into the rapid okay. fire, I just want to ask, we've asked you a lot of rando questions and things that we think are important, but is there anything that you would like to highlight about your relationship, um, what this has meant or how this has changed you, your lifestyle? I mean, this is the monogamous, polyamorous, whatever. This is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And it's because we communicate so well and we also just care very deeply Aww. for the health and happiness of the other person. You know, his happiness is very, very important to me. It's, it's not. It's right up there with my own happiness. So if there's something that we don't agree on or something that he wants that I'm having trouble with, I'm invested in really examining that and making sure that I, if it's truly something I can't offer and that has not been the case so far. You know, I, I want him to be happy and I think that's a that's something that I've not really experienced wow. in other relationships. Well, I've, I've had a lot of bad, bad relationship experience, but this has really pushed me in a lot of ways to grow and to kind of uh, heal from a lot of toxic things um, that I've been through because there is so much communication going on all the time. And also realizing that you don't have to be everything for your partner. No. Sometimes mm, you want huge. them to be like this and that and this and that. It's like, that's why you have some friends for this and some friends for this. And you're, you know, different people in your life to fill all those shoes. And sometimes we put too much on our partner. Yeah, so, I agree with that. And yeah. honestly, I can say, um, I'm going to speak for the awesomeness of Chris. I've seen Grace at her lowest as she's seen me at my lowest. And it's like night and day almost, like from where she was about this time last year. I just yeah, just about. Just about this time last year to you guys, like, hitting it off and dating. I was just like, oh. I mean, I was going around like, y'all are gonna just, like, fall in love and blah, 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 blah. And she was just like, shut up. Whatever. <laughs> Aww. I love it. What, what about you, Chris? This is, we're melting over here. Yeah. Aww. Dry your tears and speak on it. Yeah, we're, we're kind of snuggling over here. Aww. <laughs> we're warming you up for hot sex, okay? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, similarly, um, I've had a few not great relationships in the past, and having the genuine faith that Grace wants me to be happy and knowing that I want her to be happy has really done a lot to to heal that, and and our communication has really been fantastic. And this whole pandemic, this this has been weird for poly people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a bunch of memes floating around at the beginning being like, oh, no, you poly people are going to be mono, huh? <laughs> um, and definitely there have been a lot of circumstances where, like, you've sort of had to choose who your pod is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had uh, a couple of other partners at the beginning who I really haven't seen at all, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, where we're just going to sort of 
figure out where that lies when it's safe to go outside again. But it has also been fantastic for bringing us close together. You know, we've alluded a couple of times already to the fact that uh, we were only dating for a couple of months when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and getting to know each other better, possibly not in the best circumstances mm-hmm. imaginable, has been really great. Mm-hmm. And it's been just incredible seeing how compatible we are and how we sort of take things in the same direction, uh, both in terms of going above and beyond for like sex party decor, <laughs> as, well as, <laughs> as well as for uh, just general relationship outlook and, and taking care of each other. I, th- I think that's the one good thing out yeah. of the pandemic is it's bringing people, your essential people closer together. Yeah. Like you kind of realize you're kind of weeding out the fat. You're like, well, I haven't talked to this person in this long and I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Or, you know, they haven't even reached out to me or mm-hmm. vice versa. So it's, yeah. you yeah. know, it, it's nice to see just the bond that it's brought anything good out of all of this yeah. you know mm-hmm. oh we're all snuggled up in bed with you guys yeah <laughs> it's part of our that's part of what we wanted this episode to be we wanted yes. to get to know you guys and just kind of what a relationship like this is like and let's uh let's wrap this up with some fun sexy rapid fires we got three of them for you got three okay. so first one this is a fun one celebrity threesome pick a guy and a girl to join you grace you gotta pick the girl chris you pick the guy Ooh, this is a tough one mm. oh god there's so many i think Bri- and I both have to pick a girl as well. Okay. It's easy for us to pick dudes, but it's fun like that. I'm going to pick... But it's actually, it would be harder for me to pick a guy. I think it would be harder for me to pick a guy than a girl, too. Yeah. True. I'm going to pick Alexis. I'm going to pick... So into the shit's Creek right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I've, right now, I've been feeling Christina Hendricks a lot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good, solid choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Ruby Rose. Oh, mm. good one. Or just the new black... <gasps> Oh, God, yes. she's so hot. All right, Chris, pick your Ruby dude. Rose is hot. Okay, so here is where I... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a face for facial blindness. Same <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> I forgot about that. Shit, that doesn't work. <laughs> Dudes look the same to me. Women look the same to me on, on TV. It's like, under all that makeup, they could, they could be like three lizards standing on top of each other. Like, I don't possible. know. <laughs> what do you, how do you remember them? By their voice? Like a voice or a movie where the character just drew you in. You're like, he's a fucking stud. I envy him. I'm not jealous, well, it's but I'm envious. The, it's all by the character portrayal. Like, I have legit been like, wait, that was that person? I didn't know that. Like, it's, it's great for suspension of disbelief. I get into every movie because I totally believe they are that character because I've okay. never seen them before. Okay. <laughs> male comic book character. Do cartoons count? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just going to go with you know, what male actors do people usually think are sexy? Is George Clooney still a thing? Oh like, he's God. the first one Not that comes really. to mind. Benedict, <laughs> Cumber- Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. No, Benedict that's just Cumberbatch. a self-insert. Wait was, <laughs> wait, was he Gaston in Beauty and the Beast? He was hot. Remember that no. guy? Is. I'm going to pick him for I'm my other threesome. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. We'll have to Google That's why I said, Chris, like, pick your favorite male superhero. Like, do that like Superhero. let's just yeah. go there yeah yeah are you gonna get thanos up in here with us what do you oh mean? yeah he seems like a freak yeah. <laughs> oh god all right chris is like thanos snap hits different in the bedroom <laughs> this is supposed to be rapid fire he's gonna have to go bob sorry he's sorry. supposed to have to go bob for bob's burgers <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you guys, but you're both terrible. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Chris, you get back to us on that one. All right. Comment on our Instagram when we post the show notes. Who finally thought of? When it comes to foreplay, do you give first or wait to receive? Silence. I always, I always give. Yeah. Ah. I, usually, oh. I usually don't get a chance to give first because oh. it just gets right in there. So. Oh. Yeah. All I have right. to catch him unaware as if I want to go first mm-hmm. a little going on there giving <laughs> is a lot of fun it's i agree yeah yeah it is it sure is. Then you get to sit back and reap all the benefits. You know, I, I want to... I, I be wanna... a little selfish in ways if you look at it like that. But, you I know. know we're in rapid fire, but I do want to side note. They both listened to our sex personality type episode. Oh! And they couldn't pick a sex personality well, type. Not. They're truly polyamorous people. I'm polyamorous about ice cream, about... Like, I 
cannot ever just pick one thing. I love it. Everybody be a little more like these guys. Okay? Yeah. And where you can. Final rapid fire. How does one let their kink out without freaking out a partner? Oh, ooh. Don't choke a guy Not who so says rapid. he's only he's never done cunnilingus. <laughs> Beware of English accents. <laughs> Give me a facial, please. <laughs> This is one of those things where we all have a list of the ways it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That's don't true. Just sneak that finger in her asshole. <laughs> Guys, don't oh, do it. God, oh, don't God. do it. Oh, man. Don't sneak anything into no. anything. Um, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't do anything like that without having a discussion about it first. Hmm. It's like, okay, so if I'm embarrassed about my kink, because... Because you want to pee on people. Yeah, sure. She doesn't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean... I she just looked at me like, What? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard to shock shock me these days. Yeah, me too. Like like a, a scenario of somebody wants to say, I wanna do a golden shower. You know, like mm-hmm. how does one let a kink out without freaking out their partner? You just wanna introduce some kink. Yeah. You guys seem comfortable in your sexuality. Oh, gosh. So I'll tell you what I did in high school and college. You know those purity tests? Those things that you used oh. to do when you were like 16 where you would get a score, you know, it would have be like basically like this questionnaire, like, have you ever had sex in a car? Have you ever had sex in a car moving greater than 20 miles per hour? Yeah. Have you ever had sex in a truck? Have you ever tried cunnilingus? Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> stuff like that. Cunnilingus. And- <laughs> out on the word is out. So that, <laughs> that particular one, because I was taking a test like this, and I was like, no, I don't know what that means. Like, if I don't know what it means, I've clearly never done it. And she was like, oral sex? I was like, oh, yeah, oh, of course, that. yeah. <laughs> um, so I would do that with my partner, and we would be like, no, no, yes, no, yes, no. Ooh, that sounds bad. He played sexy getting to know you games in high school. You're, you're above the curve. He's the yeah. BDSM quiz. Like, he, he created it, basically. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, actually, I will actually ask people for their BDSM some quiz results yeah. sometimes. We, we used we'll to ask all our guests We did. We used to ask all of our guests that, and then a lot of our guests were like, uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'll send I'll send you, I agree, you've probably seen mine. Uh, I, uh, you and I have shared ours. because We have shared ours. Brats unite. That's right. Oh, I'm the switch. <laughs> I am a switch. Oh. That's one of our most popular episodes, maybe because of the title. It says, Sex Talk with a Brat and a Switch. That's where we discovered <laughs> yes, our BDSM That was a great styles. episode. Thank you. But Thank you. Oh. Two years ago. In the words of in the words of Lizzo, I took that test and I am one hundred percent that switch. <laughs> yes. And you have a cup to prove it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're, before we go to, thank you so much, guys. Um, Chris and Bree was telling us about your incredible story, tell, story time of erotic, <laughs> erotic <laughs> fiction with your babes. And we um, are actually having a fun specialty podcast every month, and we're doing a sexy story this month. So for our listeners who love sexy stories, can you give some of your favorites to get them going? <laughs> Going. Kissing the coronavirus. <laughs> Kissing the coronavirus. Absolutely. Oh um, this started because uh, Grace here found out I had never read Flowers in the Attic. There's a movie. Why are you people reading? <laughs> uh, That's not sexy story time. That's my answer for everything. It, it's not sexy. It is no. it's more like... I I want to share this with you because I also have this I don't I think you might call it a kink. I like to make people have very uncomfortable boners. Oh. I just, <laughs> that is my that's one of the things I like to do. I, and I I am a burlesque dancer in the San Francisco Bay Area. Kind of that's kind of my calling card is I do acts that give people confused boners. Like you're laughing but wait, I'm also turned on. Oh, like the so corgi would, dance? Like the corgi oh, yes. strip tease that I did. Yes. It's, you know, you're like, this is adorable and hilarious. Oh, but I, oh. Interesting. Okay, but it's also sexy. Very Tina Felcher. So, yeah. It, yeah I, I am I am the adult Tina grown up. Like, very much so. Super into butts. Grace I and I will text Tina. about baseball butts just randomly. <laughs> 
to be with. Yeah. Have you ever written erotic friend fiction, though? I'm working on one right now, actually, mm. uh, because it was so much fun having Chris read the coronavirus story. <laughs> and we had a request from his other partner to write some slash fiction featuring Chris. So I'm now writing a slash from Guns N' Roses and Chris fan fiction and they're banging story right now. yeah absolutely so that's that's something i'm i'm actively working on i'm right going to say this right now when you finish that novel we would love for you to read it to our listeners and we'll put it up as a bonus patreon yes so, i like that yes. idea Sign up now guys yeah. a little guest uh, guest podcast as well i'll produce it for yeah. you or maybe chris can produce it he seems pretty uh, technical over there. yeah we've been talking about actually kind of doing a podcast of our own where uh, yes. so many people loved his reading of the coronavirus I actually put it on one of my facebook groups as a bad erotica facebook group where people intentionally write that and i posted it and people are like he needs to do this all the time we support this mission <laughs> yes we do can you can you actually read her other book penetrated by the president's tweets absolutely yes. <laughs> Yes. The Ferret Lady? Yes. Here's another book. The Ferret Lady? The Ferret Lady, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Really disturbed us with this erotic... What do you think particular. gave them this book? Now all I can think of is average-sized pythons. <laughs> On that note... Oh my god. You we guys, need to wrap. We need to wrap this up. Thank you so much. Um, if people want to be friends with Grace and Chris or find you online, where can they find you? It's... Tanqueray von Grafenberg. Oh. On Instagram. Oh, yes, the Duchess. Find her <laughs> on IG in her beautiful burlesque photos. So, my uh, more kink focused Instagram is Kit Canoodle. K I T C A N O O D L E. Oh. And the good news about following Chris is he won't remember what you look like anyway. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I barely remember what I look like. Why are you on Instagram? God. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. You guys uh, were delicious. You were delicious. It and was you a pleasure. Answered questions in such a way that I think our listeners are going to love it. And uh, until next time. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Want to be featured on the show? Email us. Feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com. Want to win cool stuff? Just rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to get into our monthly giveaways. Last Wednesday of every month. And for more specialty podcasts and bonus content, join us on patreon.com slash keepingitcasualpodcast. Show you're a keeper on Facebook. You can like the page and join our group. Tweet at us at KICpod or Instagram at keepingitcasualpodcast. You can find me anywhere at MJ Radio Diva. And I'm everywhere at Bremixed. B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. And for your one-stop shop, keepingitcasualpodcast.com. Bye. Bye.